That's easy. Just like any of our weekday ref coverage right here, Air Comfort Solutions text line, great way to get involved. 405-651-3439. We should have Andy Dillard along shortly, and we, we welcome calls. We, we want you to call in, chime in. If you want to talk to Andy, ask him a question directly, you can do that. Law offices of Rod Polson, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line. That's your option, the old-fashioned way, if you will, right there. 405-329-9000. We should welcome Matt Reynolds. Good morning to the show. Well, we are going to have a lot of inter- ways to interact with the show. One of those is we're going to have a DraftKings group where you pick five golfers each week. It's a uh, you know a fantasy golf deal. To enter, though, we need your information. So text me your name if you want to enter. We'll play each week. You can play one week, drop out the next week. That's perfectly fine. Uh, you don't have to play every week, but it is a way for us to interact with you. We'll be doing picks on the show. And as our... Uh, Name recommends with our slouches. We'll, I guess, talk about who's the biggest slouches each week out of us. We may be at the bottom or we may have a listener at the bottom. We won't razz you too hard. Well, I was kind of shocked that I wasn't the guy on the mute button. I figured you guys mute me just on purpose this morning. So Just out of principle. No. <laughs> no. My apologies for that, Matt. I, I do apologize. No, all good. All good. Well, text 405-919-8936. That's my personal cell, though, with your first and last name. And we will get you signed up for that. DraftKings will remind you about that throughout the show. Hey, Josh, tell everybody about our show sponsor today. Would love to. Show sponsor, you can, well, first off, we'll hear from the Territory Golf and Country Club. That'll be coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Out of Duncan, Oklahoma, great course. And Elite Roofing. Elite Roofing, give them a call, 405-361-3094. In Tulsa, 918 984-5475 or just on their website eliteroofok.com all of your residential and commercial roofing needs elite roofing has 20 years experience offers free estimates and has faithfully served norman and the surrounding areas so we're efforting a little bit here on andy dillard i'm sure we'll have him shortly once we hop to this first break i wanted to off the top allow both of you guys an opportunity to just sort of share what your vision is for the gimme zone. Obviously the, the ref is the home of Sooner fans. That's our primary focus. We, we spend Monday through Friday and occasionally beyond definitely during football season, beyond pre and post game coverage of Oklahoma football that sprinkles into basketball, you name it, all of the sports at the university of Oklahoma this, though, the gimme zone, I guess for me, my vision, 10 to noon every Saturday, some PGA Tour talk, some local high school golf talk, and even beyond that. And it gives uh, our listeners a forum to talk golf when that's not really what our nuts and bolts of each weekday show is. But, Matt, your, your sort of vision for what the gimme zone is for, for you and for us. Well, we really want to be somewhere where you can relax, enjoy, have fun. If you're out at the course, you're probably not today because it's too cold, but uh, that's all right. But if you're out at the course, you can listen to us and enjoy yourself. We don't want to be schicks in here just, you know, well, look at the 18th hole. No, we're, we're here to have fun. We're here to have fun and talk about the PGA Tour with a focus. You mentioned the station is obviously revolving around the Oklahoma Sooners, and we're going to talk about the local guys, including the Oklahoma Sooners, 
Uh, we will talk about the Pokes a little bit. They've got a good golf program down there as well, obviously. But anybody with ties to Oklahoma will be our focus on the PGA Tour, and you'll see that with Josh Creel coming up here, Brian. He gave us a great interview. He's obviously playing today, so it can't be live. But he's out at Pebble Beach, uh, and we were able to get him earlier this week. And I will say, if you listen, uh, you're going to find out this is not your average golf show because <laughs> we kind of let him go, Brian, a little bit. and We just let him be himself, kick back. And, well, he was having a nice course light as he was giving the interview. Well, you're right, Matt. No, we want to have it fun and interactive, and most of the golf, shows out there or podcasts or they're just completely pre-recorded and aired but but our our deal is we want to have a good time we're, we're going to have a you know an enormous number of uh local pros former pros uh local golf pros and so we'll have a ton of interaction from people that you want to hear about and you know i think uh with our high school segment too the, the high school kids, we have a deep base of talent oh, every year in Oklahoma, as you know, Matt. Yeah, it's loaded. I mean, Edmund North is, wow, are they just a powerhouse or not? They're a powerhouse. I mean, I'll, I'll see those kids out there at Oak Tree, and I'm like, man, these, these kids are working. And then, of course, you look on the tour even this week, 25th right now, uh, out at Pebble Beach. Who is it? Austin Eckrow. Where, where did he play at? Oh, Oak Tree. Well, and this this week, you know, is a unique event because you've got a tournament that has a 54-hole cut instead of 36-hole, and they play over three different courses. And as Matt, you mentioned earlier today, uh, Spyglass playing way harder than the other courses, correct? Yes, it is. Monterey Bay, by far the easiest. They pretty much don't even show it. It's all, you know, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, throughout our shows as we go along. Some of the TV coverage is great in golf. Some of the TV coverage not so well. We pretty much don't even see Monterey Bay because, Brian, it's the easiest course. And so Pebble Beach, they show that. Spyglass, they show that. With it being a 54-hole cut, our guy Josh Creel, he's T95 today, but but he's playing Monterey Bay. So we're hoping he can get some mojo going in there, make the cut. There's a lot of guys that are a little bit above him that are playing Spyglass today, the hardest course, by three shots this week. He's been riding the roller coaster this week. Woo! Day one, I want to say he finished six over, then That's came correct. back, and yesterday was, <laughs> was six under. So he's he's a solid even par heading into what is what is the cut day in this particular event. I guess I should tell you the, the leaderboard of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It looks like this right now. Seamus Power, he's up top, uh, 16 under par through two rounds. Andrew Putnam, he's closest, along with Hoagie and Svensson. They're both 11 under par. Names that you would be familiar with, Patrick Cantlay, he's uh, 10 under par. Jason Day, who is looking for a little bit of a career resurgence. He almost won a week ago, faltered late, a couple of late bogeys, but he is 9 under par and certainly well within the mix of this uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So should be fun to follow today. I, I like the leaderboard where we sit right now. A bunch of uh, the big names in golf, though, they, they've they elected out of this Pebble Beach Pro-Am. They're playing the Saudi Inver International Invitational, which I think is sort of an interesting discussion for golf this week. That's kind of taken some of the headlines, Matt, is wh why is everybody not staying home in stateside to play in this event? Instead, maybe some appearance fees – Drawing them uh, uh, yeah. over to the Asian tour. A, a few million dollars just to go over there. And there's talk that in this new golf league they're trying to form, which is Saudi-backed, $130 million was offered to Bryson DeChambeau. Brian, that is, that's more money than Tiger Woods has made in his whole career. Yeah. I don't know how you could say no. It's crazy money, right? And so, you know, these tour players, it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes out because – 
the PGA Tour as we know it may look very different going forward. And look in other leagues, Josh, they don't really, in the NBA, you know, they allow you to kind of do some things off the court to where you're able to make some extra money. Phil Mickelson got fined a million dollars this week, and he went in on the PGA Tour, said they were greedy, and the whole nine yards. I just, I see that somebody is going to go to a different golf league, whether it's Phil, whether it's Bryson, and it's going to be multiple somebody's. Do you think they could hold a Phil Mickelson or Bryson DeChambeau, one of the better? Bryson's probably a better example because he's still young. You're going to hold him out of the four majors? I got a hard time believing that happens. No, it's not going to happen. Can't happen. It's horrible from a rating standpoint. I do think, just in general, it's interesting to see the Asian tour get a little competitive here. Obviously, this is their big kickoff event, so they want big names. They want the Dustin Johnsons. Uh, they, they want those golfers of the world to be involved in that tournament. They've gotten, they've gotten multiple of them over there, and I don't think it's all bad for the PGA Tour to get put on its heels a little bit by some of these other tours with these uh, big names in those events. Okay, we have to take an opening timeout. Again, we want to hear from you. It is the Gimme Zone right here on the ref. Uh, it's brought to you by Elite Roofing. Give them a call, 405-361-3094. In Tulsa, 918-984-5475 or on their website, EliteRoofOK.com. They've got all of your residential and commercial roofing needs covered. Elite Roofing, 20 years experience. They offer free estimates. They've faithfully served Norman and the surrounding areas for a long time long time it's the gimme zone we're underway maybe a minor hiccup off the top i mean come on what did you expect it's an inaugural show no big deal to and we're back we think with andy dillard on the other side keep it locked right in right here on the rev welcome back to the gimme zone and want to welcome in a very special guest that many of y'all will recognize and he has a great story about pebble beach welcome andy dillard Hey, thank you for having me. Well, we'd love to have you. I mean, you have a great story. This is the 30-year uh, anniversary of that. Tell everybody what happened on that first round at Pebble Beach. Oh, Lord, brother. Um, long story short, I got into the U.S. Open, qualified for it. Uh, got to Pebble Beach. Uh, and I was broke. I didn't have any money. When I say broke, I couldn't have bought a newspaper. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, I wrote a hot check to the USGA before the tournament started because I knew it wouldn't pass through uh, before we had got, gotten going. So I wrote them a hot check, and I knew whatever happened, I had to finish 36 holes because they paid – $1,000 for finishing 36 holes. So I had to do that. I had a great tee times that fate would have it that I was two groups behind the television pairings, which meant that if I could get off to a good start, there's an outside possibility that I could get on television uh, when, they're, when the television times, when TV came on. If I was playing good, I'd seen enough of these U.S. Opens on television. So, uh, Willie Wood and I talked about it a lot. Um, I knew Titleist paid $300 per second when you were on television. So, uh, 
we just talked and said, hey, man, you, if you can just get off to a decent start, you may pick up a little Titleist money. Well, uh, as fate would have it, um, I birdied the first hole, lift out a chip for eagle on two, birdie two, lift out a nine iron for eagle on three, a birdie three, had a tap in birdie on four, Five's a tough part three. I hit it about 15 foot and made it. Um, six is a gettable part five. Made 20 footer for birdie there. Uh, before I knew what was going on, even I'd birdied the first six holes and uh, really never realized it until Bob Estes had mentioned it walking to 17. So uh, there's a number of things that had to do with me being able to do that. Number one, playing the best golf of my life. Number two, I'm in full, I'm fully convinced, I know for 100%, that if anybody's ever been broke, they understand that that overrides anything else in your life. So the fact of me being broke gave me the presence to not be nervous in the golf tournament. <clears throat> Also, as well as I was playing, when you're playing good, you don't worry about how you're playing. If you're not playing that good, you have some anxiety. So uh, there are a number of factors uh, that all came together at the right time. Uh, and I birdied the first six holes in the U.S. Open. Could have easily birdied seven and eight. So it is what it is. Uh, extremely humbling blessing in my life. Uh, so didn't ever really fully understand what had happened to me until probably 2003, 11, 12 years later and appreciate. So, uh, uh, it was a great experience, something nobody else has ever had. Um, I'm fully, uh, blessed and humbled by that. Um, so, uh. Uh, kind of, it was crazy and it still is. I think it's a record that could uh, possibly stand till the end of time. What was it 10, 11 years later that that stood out to you and you said, wow, I, that was a historical moment, not only in my life, but in really the game of golf's history? Well, what happened was my entire life I thought I could win the U.S. Open because it's the easiest, one of the easiest tournaments to win, uh, number one. Number two, to me, it was the easiest way to get into the Masters. The top 16 players at the Open got invited to the Masters the next year. So those two factors. Really, I was more excited about playing in the Masters than I would have been winning the U.S. Open. So... As fate would have it, I finished 17th at the U.S. Open that year, missed getting in the Masters by one shot. And for 11 years, that devastated me. It, it tore me up in, internally, mentally. Uh, very few days went by that I didn't think about that, and it didn't really affect me in a negative way especially tournaments I would play in and play well. Uh, it was just a continuous, I couldn't watch the Masters all those years.
because it was too painful. So in 2003 came time of the year for the Masters to be on, and, and I was sitting on the couch and something about it on ESPN or something, and and there came the terrible negative feeling that I'd miss getting in that tournament by one shot, and I kind of, I was thinking, I thought, you know what, I can't go through life this way. This is the greatest tournament in the world, and I'd love to watch it, and I don't need it to be this painful that I can't even watch it on television. Uh, and as I was sitting there, uh, the Lord kind of planted a thought in my mind that said, hey, listen, you didn't get in that Masters that year, but I gave you something that I haven't given anybody else. And that was the U.S. Open record of birdieing the first six holes, and he let me experience the U.S. Open in a manner that he had never allowed anybody else to experience. So... That thought came across my mind, and immediately I had some peace and some comfort uh, in my mind and in my heart. Um, as years went by, that peace and comfort grew and grew and grew. The more uh, I paid attention and listened uh, to the blessing and the gift that I had been given, uh, all of a sudden it turned out that it wasn't a dark side of my life and something that was terrible that it was a blessing and something great uh, that I had that nobody else had. So uh, through those thoughts, um, that's how I got to get over it, <laughs> that made any sense. Andy, that is a great story because there's a lot of people. You can apply what you just said to life, period. Uh, we all have those examples in life. Yours just happened to be obviously on a huge stage in golf. And I think some people, they, they hear the record, and obviously it's an, a phenomenal record. I mean, you were in second place in the last group on Saturday. Take me through all back 30 years ago what that felt like at Pebble Beach. You're in second place. You're in that final group. And I got to imagine you're sitting around the putting green, just you and your partner that are going out there to play with your caddies. <laughs> it's funny you ask about that. Um I get chills thinking about it So as, as I talk to you right now. Saturday, um, what a, it turned out to be a very rough day for me golf-wise, a day that, that changed my life forever. But the most difficult part of being in a position like that is the time that from you wake up in the morning and until you get to the golf course. Once you get to the golf course, you're into, uh, you've got a little control of your thoughts, hopefully a lot of them. But uh, I was doing great Saturday morning, uh, never nervous, felt good, extremely confident about my golf game, obviously. But warming up on the practice tee, everything's good, going perfect. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, who's my wife now, Tammy, and my caddy, Weed, and I, we get to the putting green at Pebble, and it's we had to make our way through massive crowds. Um, I'll never forget, when I stepped onto the putting green, I looked out there, and threw, I always warmed up with two balls. I got out on the putting green and kind of looked around, and I was the only person out there, 
which was very unusual because I wasn't used to being in the last group. I was always teeing off early with everybody, lots of guys around, shooting the BS and on the punting green, chirping it up. And, and so when I threw my balls down there and hit, hit a couple of putts to the first hole, I could feel every eye surrounding that putting green staring at me. And I still today can re- – and it was the most eerie feeling I'd ever had in my life. Now, it didn't make me nervous. It threw in one ounce of anxiety in there. So uh, all of a sudden, I was in a setting – with that many people around that I was unfamiliar with. Now, I'd led hundreds of golf tournaments in my life and won them, but never with the magnitude, with the ramifications, life-changing moments that I was in at that moment. So uh, looking back, I've been very fortunate and blessed that I did not win that golf tournament. at the moment, it was devastating and life-changing to me. Uh, but that Saturday morning, there was a slight twitch of anxiety in there just from feeling that number of people being in a setting I was unfamiliar with, with the number of people uh, that threw me just a fraction uh, off of my golf game. Uh, so... Uh, uh, and it was an entire day. I didn't play bad. I just didn't play good. You know, you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to miss many shots at the U.S. Open to shoot 79. So uh, I never made any double bogeys the entire week. Never had any three putts. Which my formula for playing well that week was six pars equals a birdie, no three putts, and no others. So. Um, all of my goals were met as far as my game plan. Uh, Saturday, it was a day that just didn't turn. It wasn't my day. Um, it was the only bad round of golf I played for about seven and a half months. So, uh, well, Andy, we've all had those rounds of golf, right? And, and it's, it's just yours was on the huge stage, but I'll tell you, you know, I have had the pleasure of taking a lesson from you. Tell everybody, are you still yeah. giving lessons around here? I was assuming you are. You're a fantastic teacher. And I was I was fortunate when you got done with mine that you didn't tell me to take two weeks off and quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I am still teaching. I, I teach a number of kids that are playing competitively. And I teach, uh, I teach anybody that wants the help. Um, and I teach out at Lake Hefner. Um, I, I don't advertise or anything. Everything is, uh, uh, I go by appointment and all you have to do is call me on the phone, set up an appointment and I'll be there. So, uh, well, how can they get a uh, hold of you, Andy? Tell everybody that's listening right now how they can get personal instructions from you. Very easy. My cell phone number is 405-535-2529. Well, folks out there, I'll tell you, it'll be well worth your money for Andy's time because he's fantastic. Well, Andy, I made a rookie mistake today, and I booked the show so tight 
that we're going to have to let you go. We certainly would love to have you back because one of the things that you're great at is giving golf tips, and we'd love to have you back some more and give some people some golf tips. Well, I've got I went to Oklahoma State. So as long as the Sooners, uh, <laughs> lots of them are listening. As long as they will uh, have me, I would love to be on be on your show and love to talk to you and talk to them or whatever. So uh, I appreciate your time and letting me come on and, and talk with you guys. Well, Andy, thank, thank you, Andy. Yes, Andy Dillard. What a magical run at Pebble. And we just scratched the surface, I think, of the entirety of that week for Andy. We're doing a break, though. It's the Gimme Zone. Keep it locked in right here on The Rep. When we come back, Oklahoma Headman's golf coach Ryan Hibble joins us next. You're listening to The Ref's newest show. That's right. It's the Gimme Zone. It's brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Give them a call, 405-361-3094, or out in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Everybody, you can go visit the website, EliteRoofOK.com, for all of your residential and commercial roofing needs. Elite Roofing Systems, they have 20 years' experience. They offer free estimates and, of course, faithfully have served Norman and the surrounding areas for each of those 20 years and now beyond. Oklahoma head uh, men's golf coach Ryan Hibble, he has the number one team in the country, and we had the chance to catch up with Coach Ryan Hibble earlier this week. We welcome the head coach of the nation's top-ranked team to the program, Oklahoma head men's golf coach Ryan Hibble, joining us on the Gimme Zone. Coach, first off, thanks so much for joining us. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Since it's our inaugural show, that means, Coach, it's the first time we've been able to talk, at least on this show in this setting. So I wanted to start here. What you've built at Oklahoma, it's pretty remarkable. Your program's made 10 consecutive appearances in the NCAA championships. Oklahoma, the only program in the country to make the last five NCAA match play championships. And of course, 2017 national champions and last spring right there as the national runner up. If you could pinpoint one or two things, what's been the hallmark for you, coach, for this extended run of excellence? Oh, well, we've been fortunate uh, to just have great people. Um, you know, you'll hear this from from coaches across the country, no matter what sport. It's, it's It truly is all about the people that, that we surround ourselves with. And that kind of starts with our recruiting, uh, you know, and trying to get the right guys that fit our golf program. Um, you know, uh, I listened to Chris Peterson, the old Washington coach, uh, Boise State coach, give a speech a couple years ago um he talks about okgs are kind of guys and that's very similar to the way uh we like to do things at our place i don't necessarily classify them as okgs but that's the way i view it whenever we're kind of going through that process and you know because it takes a certain type of kid to come to oklahoma you know the weather elements um can be difficult at times and and you have to want to embrace that and and, um, you know, just be tough and gritty and, and understand that uh, every day is not going to be perfect. And, and because of that, I think we've been able to attract those types of players. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I start with, you know, our recruiting and, and the people that we're trying to, you know, put in our program day in, day out. Well, you mentioned adding to your program, Coach, and it's 
been in important week for your program. I guess we say off the course. You've signed three really talented golfers in this 2022 signing class. Jake Hopper from right here, right here at home out of Norman North High School. Jace Summy out of Keller, Texas, and Matthew Troutman from Louisville, Kentucky. All three golfers ranked inside the top 55 nationally. That's per junior golf scoreboard. What can you tell us about these three additions to your program and what excites you about their game? You know, they're all three so uniquely different. And I love that about a class uh, when you kind of have some, some very, you know, variability within, within the class. And uh, I mean, I'll start out with, with our local product here. Um, you know, Jake Hopper, uh, smaller, smaller guy, lefty, love him. I've, I've been seeing Jake since he was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old out of the trails is kind of where he, where I first saw him as a young guy, always chipping and putting, and and you could tell early on that that, that the guy just wanted to be really, really good and beautiful golf swing, um, and has competed at a at a at a fairly high level. You know, his his whole junior career, um, moving into Jay Summy, completely different looking guy. This guy. His back is as wide as my house. I mean, he's so strong and big and just hits it forever and and um, just completely different than a guy like Jake, um, who, who's a little bit smaller frame, keeps it right down the pipe, uh, you know, with his ball striking. And Jace is uh, kind of the bomb and gouge mentality of what we're kind of reading and seeing, uh, you know, throughout the golf world right now. And But, but Jace has been super successful uh, at a very high level. He's one of the top top players in the country in his class and and just phenomenal family just excited to to have him be a part of you know what we're doing here they're kind of an uh, an even though they're from texas and oklahoma family originally and so there was a lot of ou dna in their family and he committed to us pretty early and again just excited about where he's heading and then matthew troutman louisville kentucky haven't had a kentucky guy on my squad uh, kind of got in the game late in the process this summer. Matthew had a great, uh, great summer of, of high level competitive golf and uh, big, tall, long arms, uh, hits it really good, uh, understands how to shoot low numbers. Uh, so we're really excited about that addition uh, as we kind of got late in the ball game with him this summertime. And, you know, that's what, what you're, you know, what we're always kind of looking for is somebody to pop through um whether we don't really call them late bloomers or just they're just developing at their own at their own you know uh time time frame and and uh Matthew was a perfect example of us being able to latch in there and and we really liked him when he came in on his visit and and excited about uh what he's going to be able to add to us next year it's the gimme zone right here on the ref we are talking with Oklahoma headmen's golf coach Ryan Hibble coach You've had so many incredible players in your time at Oklahoma. Twelve different Sooners have earned 23 All-America honors in your run as uh, OU's men's golf coach. On a week like this, when we're talking about these three signees, take us behind the scenes just a little bit into that world of recruiting and signing new golfers to your program. Several of the first things that you look for, what are those when you're thinking about offering a player to join your program? Good question. Um... I get this quite a bit, you know, what are we actually looking for? You know, even my current guys, they'll even sit whenever they're sitting in my office, you know, uh, and we're just kind of chewing the fat <clears throat> they'll ask me the same type of question. And, and the answer is so different for for each person. I, you know, we don't have some formula uh, that, that we come up with and, 
it's 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 a difficult equation that you try and spend enough time and and energy and and understand who you're you know latching into and and there's got to be a genuine you know there's a lot of great programs in the country and and we're all fighting for to get the best guys and and um I, I will tell you this early on in my career out here I for sure was going significantly more you know kind of from the eyes the talent um and and what that looks like on the golf course. And I've changed my recruiting over the years uh, into just trying to figure out who, who truly wants. It. I mean, our game is very difficult. Any sport is tough, but our game in particular, it can just beat you around. And I, I want guys that love to play golf. I mean, we play a lot of golf day in, day out. And if you have a guy that's just kind of been trained up to be pretty, pretty good. And everybody tells him that he's good and, the, you know, those guys can kind of fizzle out on you. We, we want guys that want to just go out and play golf almost every day, you know, and that are gym rats that don't want to leave our place and, and truly want to get better. So I would say, uh, again, a long-winded answer. It's kind of a complicated formula, but it's about spending some time and, and uh, loving the process and, and trying to figure out who we feel like uh, is going to continue to strive to get better every day. And, you know, it's different. It's really different every single year. And, and even the kids from when I first got here 13 years ago, generationally speaking, they're different now than they were 13 years ago. So we have to understand what that looks like too. And, and parents, um, you know, everybody's every year is different. So uh, we're just trying to find the right connections and formula for, you know, our place. Coach Ryan Hibble, Oklahoma head men's golf coach, is our guest right here on the Gimme Zone. For any talented golfer that's coming up out of high school, the run of the NCAA championships appearances, the streak of match play appearances that your program has enjoyed, obviously that part, the success, I get that would be attractive. Beyond just that success, though, Coach, that your program's enjoyed, what do you think it is about what – you've built what your staff has built here at Oklahoma that continues to attract and ultimately sign some of the best players in the country. Well, you know, I, I truly believe that Oklahoma is a special place. Um, you know, again, I've lived out here for 13 years and, and the people of Oklahoma make it such a special place. There's a reason why long time coaches, uh, great coaches don't, don't really leave our place. I mean, there's a reason why, and it's because the relationships are, are so strong here and you truly feel the love, but, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, you know, you, you start looking around our athletic department and you're truly going to be training with elite athletes everywhere. Uh, whether it's with softball, you know, or, or our women's and men's gymnastics teams, uh, obviously our football guys, I mean, we're, we're in, the weight room with our football guys pretty much every, every other day. And, uh, you know, I, we personally get to know these guys because we want that relationship to be strong. Cause I want my guys to be able to be around elite athletes. I don't like to be separated out, uh, into your own little bubble. I think that's a, <clears throat> to be honest with you, not a very smart way to run a, run a program just because I, I think it's great for other athletes to be able to see each other train and see what they're going through. I mean, when the softball girls are in there grinding, I mean, there's a reason why, why they continue to be number one in the country. Obviously, they're getting great players year in, year out, but they work 
let me tell you, they work. And so I just think that our culture at Oklahoma breeds um, success. And I can tell you my first head coaches meeting back in 2009. And, uh, you know, we weren't very good uh, whenever I first took over this program. And and I'm looking around the room and out of 19 sports, we were probably number 19 on campus. You want to talk about some motivation, uh, trying to figure out how to get better. And even now, as, as good as all these accolades you keep throwing out there, we're still not number one on our campus. I can promise you that. And we just, we've got a long ways to go. So uh, we're just always trying to be as good as we possibly can be. But it's great to have the culture that we have at OU, and that's winning. Everybody expects to win. And not too many places in the country can say that. We've got more from Oklahoma head men's golf coach Ryan Hibble coming your way on the other side, I should tell you. The Gimme Zone what you're listening to on this Saturday morning. It's brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. You can give them a call locally, Norman, Oklahoma City, 405-361-3094, or in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Check out their website, EliteRoofOK.com. Josh, Matt, Brian, right here on the Gimme Zone. Back with you on the ref where, up next, Ryan Hibble, how was the fall season? Well, the sneak preview, they won a couple of events, so it was a great fall season for Oklahoma men's golf. That's coming your way next, right here on the Gimme Zone. The Gimme Zone, we're back with you. It's the ref on a Saturday morning, talking with Oklahoma head men's golf coach Ryan Hibble, and, well, we asked, how has the fall season been for his program? OU head men's golf coach Ryan Hibble hanging out with us. It is the Gimme Zone right here on the ref. Coach, your team? Picking right back up, seemingly, it's great play from where you guys left off last season. You enter the spring slate, the nation's number one team. Take us through what was a great fall for your program, a pair of wins for your team during the fall, your group erasing a 10-shot deficit in the final 13 holes of play to win the Marydo Collegiate Invitational by a stroke over Texas back in September. Then at Eastlake Golf Club, another thrilling win, 3-2 to two match play win over Oklahoma State in that championship match. What stood out about those two victories for your program and then just the fall in general, Coach, how was it for you guys? Well, I mean, honestly, the fall was phenomenal. I mean, we lost so much firepower from the, the previous year. Quade Cummins, Garrett Reban, Jonathan Brightwell. I mean, you're talking about some serious holes that we had to fill. And even uh, some guys that weren't playing nearly as much, Thomas Johnson, Riley Casey. We lost five seniors last year that played a critical role for us for years. So, you know, you're come, you know, for me personally, coming into the year, I mean, I just – I couldn't wait to, to get going. I, you know, change is a good thing. We were so excited about this, this new crop of guys and new leadership. I uh, didn't really know what to quite expect early on about from a performance standpoint. And quite frankly, I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, Cause I mean, again, we're just trying to figure out how to get, get our guys in a good spot, confident, ready to go to each, each event. Fortunately for us, we were able to add Chris Goddard up uh, Rutgers transfer fifth year transfer, uh, in June and Chris has been just such a phenomenal uh, leader for us and, and a great um, just huge dynamic change for, for us and maybe where we were going to be heading this year. Cause he comes in, he <laughs> he's ranked number one in the country in golf week after the fall time, if that tells you how good he played this fall, but not only that, he's just a, he's a phenomenal locker room guy, uh, great leader. Uh, you couple that in with Logan McAllister, Logan, 
and Chris, you know, fight each other every day for the, for being the top dog. And I love that rivalry that they have. They're making each other better every single day. So those two guys are helping lead, lead our golf team. And we've got some young guys that have come in early on and are, you know, have earned their stripes, uh, to be honest with you. And, uh, we played, we played great this fall. I mean, Merida was huge. Uh, it was on national television, which was fun, uh, you know, for our fans to be able to watch our guys come coming down the stretch. We played the last uh, four or five holes as good as you can play it as a group of guys there because they're very difficult holes. Um, you know, we honestly, every week that we went out, we we did something uh, that was pretty nice. And that that's fun to be able to see that as a coach is to be able to see some nice consistency. And I would say that's what we were, uh, you know, very proud of this fall time was our consistency, not only to be able to win, but to, to know that I mean, we didn't, we didn't win down at colonial, which is arguably the best field in the country um, in Fort Worth, Texas, but uh, we, we lost by a shot. And, and again, in golf, you don't always get a chance to win um, every single week, but we kind of had that, that opportunity this fall time, which was pretty special. Spring slate, coach. It's right here. It's right around the corner. The Puerto Rico Classic from the Grand Reserve Golf Club. It's uh, just a little over a week away now. February 13th through February 15th. That's Sunday through Tuesday on those dates. It looks like a great field too, coach. Uh, Just to name a few. Number 10, Ole Miss. Number 12, Tennessee. Number 13, Georgia. 22nd ranked Purdue. And of course, your Oklahoma Sooners. What can you tell us about the field that you'll be seeing there? And uh, how does the course suit your team's game? You know, we've been going to Puerto Rico for years. Um, We're actually heading to a new venue this year that we've never been to. So I can't tell you very, very much about the golf course other than it is the PGA tour golf course that they'll be uh, hosting the PGA tour event two weeks after we get done. And the winner, the individual winner actually gets a a spot into that tour event. So big week uh, for, for somebody that's going to have a chance to win. Hopefully it's one of our guys to be able to go back down there and play in a PGA tour event would be very special. Um, So I don't know much about the golf course, but, we love Puerto Rico. I mean, obviously it's, it's middle February. Uh, us golfers are always hunting down the sun as much as we can. Purdue's been hosting this event. I played in this event as a college athlete. Uh, that's how long it's kind of been going around now. So, I mean, it's a special place, um, you know, to, to be able to travel to. It's a great trip. And uh, we'll get down there on Friday, next Friday, and, and uh, get kind of a fun round in. And, and our practice round will be Saturday, and then we'll get after it. And uh, just really looking forward to, you know, getting back out and competing. Our guys have been, you know, just busting it hard here back at the house. They're ready to go. They're, they're competitive. I love the depth that I'm seeing right now. And so, yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to it. The field, it is what it is. Every week we play against the best in the country. That's kind of what we pride ourselves in as far as our, our scheduling uh, goes. And so it, it honestly doesn't really matter who we're kind of playing against because we're, we're truly just playing against ourselves and, and the golf course every week. Coach, last question for you, and I appreciate you being gracious with your time with us here on the Gimme Zone. I know Sooner Nation w- was fired up this past August. How about the extended run of great play from Oklahoma alum Abraham Answer, number 20, currently in the official world golf rankings. He's had a couple of wins in his back pocket for a while now. 
the win in the Nova Scotia Open. That was back in 2015 on the Corn Ferry Tour. And, of course, the triumph in the 2018 Emirates Australian Open. That first PGA Tour win, though, as many times as he was right there in the hunt for some of these PGA Tour wins, it, it, it had proven to be elusive until, of course, again, back in August when uh, Abraham played great all week long at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational and then uh, outdueled Sam Burns and Hideki Matsuyama in that pair of playoff holes to capture his first PGA Tour win. I'm just curious, Coach, as as his former head coach, how fired up were you for Abraham answer? Well, <laughs> I can tell you, I my, guy, my, my current guys will tell you this. I get more excited about that stuff than I probably do about our own uh, you know, our own team. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, when you have your own kids, you know, you're raising them, you don't maybe take, um, you don't enjoy it maybe as much as you probably should. And then when you become a grandparent, you're able to just spoil your, your grandkids. And that's kind of the way I feel about our former players. I'm, I'm more like the grandpa where I get so excited and, and, uh, just love communicating with our former players about what, what their life is like. You know, they're all getting married right now. They're having kids, and, you know, then you throw on something like what Abe, Abe was able to do in Memphis. It was a WGC event. I mean, you know, that's the elite of the elite uh, in professional golf. And he's been just knocking on the door. And, and we keep, you know, just hoping and praying that he's going to slide in there and get him one. And sure enough, he did. And we were just so excited for him. And, and you know, obviously, center golf and Sooner Nation was so proud of him and and uh he he's he's such a big supporter of of ours uh week in week out he he communicates with me quite a bit and he's doing great things and it's not even just on the golf side I mean he's he's got multiple businesses going um he's got a great tequila company Fletcher Azul that's going to actually be in Oklahoma here pretty soon giving him a little plug right now uh, I mean he's he's got an apparel company so not just the golf side. I mean, I'm just super proud of, you know, who he is and where he's at and, and, and what's going on in his life. And, and, you know, when I think back, you were asking me earlier about the the start of our program. I mean, there's a lot of former players that, that we owe so much to to get us where we're at, but Abe answer is definitely one of those guys that he put us on the map and he kind of toted us for some years in there to, to make us look um, like we were heading in the right direction. So, just owe a lot to Abe and, and his efforts that he was able to do for us here. And then obviously he's just been crushing on the PGA tour. So we're, we're just excited for him. Coach, we've, uh, I've enjoyed getting to hang out with you this morning. Thanks so much for your time. We are juiced. We can't wait. Start of the spring schedule. It's here. Uh, it's going to be fun to follow your team out in Puerto Rico and beyond again, coach. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. You got it. Looking forward to uh, talking with you guys all spring long. The Gimme Zone this morning, it's brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Locally, Norman and Oklahoma City, give them a call, 405-361-3094. Or if you are out in Tulsa, the number to call, 918-984-5475. Just about 20 seconds before the top of the hour here, Josh Creel will join us next. I do want to say good morning to both Kindle and OU Architect, who have chimed in. I think OU Architect said he is listening with a bourbon overseas. So Very nice. Big fans already of the Gibby Zone. We'll take a timeout when we come back. Josh Creel, who is in the mix over at the Pebble Beach AT&T Pro-Am, next right here on The Ref.
Back with hour number two, it's pretty chilly outside, and there's not a better place to be in the Oklahoma City area than Indoor 18. It's a home indoor paradise for golfers. If you've ever wanted to use the same technology the pros are using, look no further than Indoor 18 with three TrackMan bays, a lot of room in there. I've been in there many times. You can also get some food, hang out, just have some fun. That's what it's all about. Come in and play a round of golf on one of their 120 courses or... Hey, you can dial in your numbers. They've got stuff you can really practice and work on that with. It's all up to you whether you want to just have fun, come in there and really work on your game, or do a little bit of both. Plus, they've got a great club repair shop on site if you need adjustments for any of your clubs, grips, shafts, lofts, lies, anything. Visit their website at indoor18.com or call 405-432-GOLF for more information to book a reservation. And Well, I tell you someone, Brian, that doesn't need it, Josh Krill, he does not need uh, anywhere indoors to hit because he's out in California enjoying some beautiful weather, not like us here in Oklahoma. And we started the interview with Mr. Krill talking about just how California and the golf is treating him. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's hard to complain playing the PGA Tour and having the uh, weather that California has. So all is good. The, The golf could be better, but it is what it is. We're looking forward to this week. Do you have a uh, celebrity partner this week? I don't know yet. I haven't got my pairing, so uh, definitely a possibility, and I'm excited to see who who I'll be playing with. How does that typically work And in the, in the uh, tournament? Do you get to pick a celebrity sometimes, bring one, or, or do they assign you one? Uh, I think if you know somebody that's playing, you can request to play with them, but I don't, I don't know anyone playing, so I'll get, I'll get someone random, probably a, someone with some money in their pockets, not necessarily a celebrity, but it uh, should be a good time. Josh, I think for a lot of people around our states, uh, they're probably tuning in and saying, all right, Josh Creel went to UCO, you know, what's the connection? So you're a Wyoming uh, native. Walk me through, what was, what was life like growing up? I'm not imagining you had very many golf months in Wyoming. <laughs> no, uh, the golf season is pretty short in Wyoming. If we get four months to play out of the year, that's a, that's a pretty good year for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think it kind of worked in my favor. You see, see kids growing up in Florida who get burned out at a young age because that's all they're doing throughout the entire year. But with Wyoming having a, very long winter, you know, I played football and basketball, ran track, did all that stuff growing up. And then in the summertime, I played golf. So it was it was good to get away from the game and, and have that to look forward to when the warm months showed up. All right. Now, you know, I have to ask, since that's the case, what was your best sport outside of golf? Mm, best, you know what? I was a pretty good pitcher. Um. I'm not much for, for running. So once I got to a certain age, basketball was out, football was out. Uh, I liked standing up there on the mound and, and sitting there in the batter's box. So that was probably my next best one. I can understand that. Very nice. Very nice. Well, you did get to UCO. You made a quick pit stop at Colorado. When it came to the time of picking a college and UCO came about, why UCO? Edmond, Oklahoma, what what was the thing that just drew you to be a Bronco? Yeah, so I kind of based my first decision. I was like, man, the 
big 12 college uh big school this is going to be awesome and it just wasn't wasn't a good fit for me so when I was looking to transfer uh I didn't much care whether it was division one NAIA whatever I just wanted to go somewhere I could play year round and started looking at some of the better division two schools and took a trip down in March of 2010 I believe and I was hitting balls at kicking bird in shorts and short sleeves and under the lights that night so I was like this is great I want to come here and I did ended up going there and fell in love with one of my teammates sisters so I've been there ever since so kicking bird who is under renovation now but it's getting ready to uh, come to life this summer kicking birds what sold Josh Creel in Edmond Oklahoma got it you heard it there that's that's, <laughs> that's something it. I did not expect to find out on this interview yeah I'd never seen a driving a lighted driving range before so it was uh it's pretty enticing yeah well there's not many around here anyway so it's uh one of a few one of a few but definitely a great attraction and it really sounds to me like you just wanted to go play golf you just wanted to go do your thing and yeah, have some sure. warm weather to be able to do it. Yep, absolutely. And uh, I mean, the team was awesome. Coach was cool. So, yeah, I was all in. You had some great success there. Then obviously you went on this. Uh, what I'm really hoping we can dive in on the mini tour, just how you get to be a pro. Everybody thinks, you know, PGA Tour, it's fun. It's cool. And of course it is. But it's a long road to get there. And it's not easy. So what, what was the first pro event you had? Yeah, so I won the national championship in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We got back at like 3 a.m. on, shoot, I don't know, Sunday or Monday. And I hopped in the car at 7 a.m. that day and drove like 17 hours to North Carolina to peg it in, a, in an e-tour event, back-to-back e-tour events. And uh, I think I missed the cut in both of those, but it was it was cool to, to be like, hey, I'm going to go chase this thing and, and see what happens. So even though it, it, it didn't go the way I wanted it to, it was uh, it was cool to, to get out there and start start trying. Josh, how does a, a young guy when you're doing these that, uh, you know, you're first getting going and doing these mini tours and then eventually you went on to different tours. How do you raise the funds or finance these because i know golf is not cheap what all do you do yeah i mean try and get your name out there i uh i set up a website to try and to find the funds to go do it for a while and was fortunate enough to have some family friends help out and uh yeah i mean it's it's not cheap you know you got your minor league baseball players, they at least know how they're getting places and where they're going to stay. But as, as a, a fresh professional golfer hopping out on the mini tours, it's all on you. So it's uh it's not cheap. And, and without some help, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So I'm very appreciative for everyone who chipped in along the way. And it's uh it's been a long journey, but very much worth it. In that journey, I think a lot of people don't really understand how do you pick? How do you get on these mini tours? What, do you are you just deciding, hey, this is my best opportunity? I'm going here. We the corn ferry is one thing, the PGA tour is one thing, but everything below that, 
really, how did you qualify for it? How did you decide, okay, I'm going to go here or I'm able to go here? Yeah. So that, I guess it would have been, I don't know if it was fall or fall of 2010 or spring of 2011. I went to out to California for the, it was at the time, it was the first time the PGA tour took over the Canadian tour. So it was PGA tour Canada and got through that Q school. And that was aside from going back to Q school, that was my quickest route to the corn fair or web.com tour at the time corn Ferry tour now. So I went that route and it turns out Canada is expensive as hell to go travel around. So I did that for two seasons and said, I'm just, uh, I'll go play the the stateside mini tours and, and take a crack at Q school, which I did for a couple of years. And then, uh, played the Adams tour for a lot of, a lot of years, had some success and then got through Q school and kept my card out there on the corn Ferry tour. And here we are now. Give me a wild story of just the travel and just how you don't have everything figured out. You're, Oh, I'm going to go to this tournament now. Are you yeah. having a travel agent? Are you your travel agent? No, no, I can't. Couldn't, I couldn't afford to pay anyone to plan that stuff out for me. I was doing it all myself. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of or stayed at a red roof in. They're not great to begin with, but I was like, all right, look, I'm in Louisiana. I only got to stay here tonight before the next stop. I'll stop in. Well, I get there and I accidentally booked the red tin in, which is the worst place I've ever stayed. There was bugs everywhere, dirty sheets, there's bars on the windows, barbed wire around the joint. I was like, what in the hell is going on? I do not belong here. But uh, we survived the night and, and made it to the next event. So it's funny now, but it wasn't so much at the time. Well, Josh, I have stayed at a Red Roof Inn in Oregon, <laughs> and they're not that big an upgrade. So we're probably not going to get an endorsement from Red Roof Inn, but I, I feel your no. pain. Yeah, it was uh, a Red Roof Inn would have been a, a huge upgrade from where I was at. So <laughs> it was rough. I think a lot of people think you just have this glamorous golf life because golf is an expensive sport. But it's clearly not. I mean, it's just not. It's not that going up through. Now you get to the big show and maybe it's a little different. But before we get to that, the Corn Ferry, was that the first time where the tour wise you could tell an elevation and events? Or was it still similar to some of the mini tour stuff you've played? Yeah. So I think, you know, you have your Adams tour event. There's no ropes, no grandstands. People come out, some local members or whatever, and watch. And then you go to the PGA tour. I think it's maybe the forum tour. Now it was the PGA tour Canada. And there's some ropes there, some small grandstands, some more people. Then you get to the corn ferry tour and everything's a little bit bigger. And then you get out here and it's like, Oh, what a production this is. I can't imagine how stressed the people are who are putting on these events. There's so much going on every single week. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, incrementally just gets everything. The golf courses get bigger. The, the purses get bigger. There's more people around the further you go in your career. So, Josh Creel, as you can tell, is 
awesome. We've got more from Josh Creel coming up next. He's even par, by the way. Uh, he'll play the Monterey Peninsula course today, see if he can make the cut out there at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. The show, the Gimme Zone this morning, it's brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Locally, Oklahoma City, Norman. Give them a call, 405-361-3094, or out in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Check them out, EliteRoofOK.com for all of your residential and commercial roofing needs. Take a time out. More Josh Creel coming up next right here. It's the Gimme Zone on the Rev. Welcome back to the Gimme Zone. It is Matt Reynolds hanging out with Josh Helmer and Brian Vineyard. And you just heard a little bit there from Josh Creel. If you haven't noticed, folks, we're sitting back here. We're having some fun. There's some bleeps there, folks. He's he just he's who he is. He's who he is. And we continued on. Brian with a great question here, just talking about the corn fairy and how the competition really escalates once you get to that level. Well, the step up in competition is was probably substantial at the corn fairy, correct? Yeah, for sure. I mean, not to knock the mini tours, I wouldn't change playing them for the world, but you know, I probably had 15 to 20 guys to be week in and week out playing the Adams tour. Whereas you get to the corn fairy tour and literally anyone could win for the most part. So, and, and it's no different out here. So yeah, it's uh fields get deeper and, and talent gets deeper. So it's, uh, it's it's tough, but I mean we're we're testing it against the best of the world, so no complaints. You played three events in the fall, and you're now entering your seventh event here coming up through this weekend. Tell me, has there been a moment where you look to your left, to your right, and you're just like, "Holy bleep! Look where I'm at! Look who this is!" Was there ever that moment of, "Man, I really have made the big show"? Uh, probably in Napa the first event we had to go out there a couple days early for rookie orientation so uh you know i was, I was staring at all the shit they have set up and uh it was a lot and then here comes phil mickelson and john rom and it's like wow we're we're out here and we're doing it so yeah it's uh it's pretty cool a little it was a little weird but you know seeing those guys as i watched phil mickelson Every, every weekend growing up so yeah it's it's pretty cool what did you think of silverado out there in napa i played that a couple of times yeah cool spot little quirky uh but yeah no it's a it's a good spot yes that's what i thought as well yeah well we've got pebble this weekend there's you know not many courses out there where the public can just go that are of this magnitude this beautiful you obviously have some other courses as well. What's the biggest thing you're looking forward to this weekend? I mean, probably just checking out. It's my first time to ever go to Pebble as well. So I'll be checking out spots where I remember Tiger hitting shots from and, and just kind of soaking it all in. And I apparently Spyglass is badass and Monterey is pure too. So it's uh, I'm very much looking forward to the whole week. Well, and, and this this event is uh, different than most, correct, right, Josh? And it's a 54-hole cut versus a 36-hole cut? Right. So we had that uh, in Palm Springs as well. Three courses, 54-hole cut, play with amateurs all three days. So this week will be some more of that. But I think there's more former, 
former or current athletes and celebrities this week. There wasn't, I don't think there's many in Palm Springs. So how does that change your dynamic when you're golfing with an amateur and the group? I mean, is there times not to be rude, but like, is there times you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm, this is my career. This is my job. I'm trying to make every cut I can do as well as I can. I mean, it's, it's definitely different. You know, I'm used to playing Monday pro-ams or whatever, but to uh, when you, you get under the gun and, and you're playing with them, you just, you hope they can get it airborne and, and uh, that they're a good time. Otherwise it, you could be in for a long day. So hopefully whoever I'm paired with has a good sense of humor, likes to keep it light and uh, can get it off the tee box at the very least. Well, Josh, you're used to playing with some chops back here in Oklahoma, aren't you? I don't, I don't know that I'd call any of you that I play with chops. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's got their moments. So uh, uh, if you guys decided to come out and play one of these things, I'd be, I would be very excited. Well, we'd be honored to play with you. As we look at the cut situation being 54 holes, is that something you like just because you know you're around three rounds? something you dislike give me the positives and negatives in your mind uh i mean it probably depends on on what you do you could play two good rounds in that third round not so well and miss the cut whereas if it was two rounds you make the cut and you're getting a paycheck or you could get off to not such a great start and play a good second third round and, and sneak in there so i guess it's, it's kind of situational uh i don't much care i mean make the cut whenever you want still got to go play have you looked at the courses to see how uh, you think they might fit your game at all I know you've never probably been on them from what you said but have you looked at them all to see how you know you think they might fit your game so I'll give you a quick quick story uh we were in Hawaii to start this the year at the Sony and I felt horrible Thursday morning and all through the round and ended up testing positive for COVID so I was stuck there until Tuesday of uh, Palm Springs. And I called my cat. He's like, dude, I am going to go crazy. Can you go pick me up an Xbox from Target? So he went and got me an Xbox. And I'm trying to at least get a feel for some of these courses we got coming up this week. So I know it's obviously not the same, but at least I've got a, a somewhat of a look at them. That is awesome. That is awesome. There's for all of us at home that that is our way to play Pebble Beach this weekend. It's pretty daggum cool that a PGA Tour player is saying, "Hey, that's at least a way for you to see it." Like you said, you at least have yeah. a view and some depth. And okay, this this whole you know goes this way. So that right. I gotta assume that helps you know quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, just standing up on a team and being like, "Oh yeah, okay, I do remember this hole from the game or whatever." So yeah, I think it'll be good. That's pretty awesome. Tell us how starts work. So you got your PGA Tour card. This is something that is pretty complicated, it seems. How do you know when you're going to a tournament, when you're out of a tournament? Give us that take. Yeah, so there's a, a priority list based on where you finish on the Corn Ferry the Corn Ferry Tour points list and playoff list. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't know. I mean – you may get in Wednesday night, Thursday morning of an event if you're one or two out. But uh, luckily this week, I'm, I'm well inside the number. 
last week I was last week I was actually last man in the field up until I don't know Tuesday or Wednesday and like three other guys dropped out so those next three alternates got in so it's it's uh you know obviously good golf takes care of everything but right now yeah you, you hope to get in on your number and when you do you you got to play so hopefully we uh put a good good tournament week together and, and start moving up that priority list does the pga tour have a room or a reservation at least for guys that are last minute or is that more or less just hey you're still on your own you do you're doing your own thing it's i mean if you're second alternate and you're sitting your ass on your couch at home and they give you the call and you're not there they're going to call the next guy in line so you kind of got to you got to gamble a little bit um, and bank on, you know, maybe some guys pulling out if, if you're close to getting in. Uh, obviously, if you're like 10 guys out, you don't have to worry as much. But if you're within five come tournament week, you, you probably better be hanging out on site. What's the biggest goals you have for yourself to finish out this year here as a rookie on the PJ Tour? Yeah, I mean, rough start to start the year, but. We've had – I welcomed a baby boy this month too, first one. So it's been – with COVID and a new baby, it's been uh, it's been tough. But I think we're settling in now. So obviously I would love to make it to the Tour Championship. If you make it to the Tour Championship, you've played a year of fantastic golf. But uh, at the very least, I want to have a job out here next year. So finishing in the top 125 is – first and foremost for sure as we look at this season it is a long long season uh we're just in the beginning stages of it where do you feel like your game is at currently what is working for you what are some things that you're trying to improve yeah so god it, it's and i I've, I've let it go but it was so frustrating to me because I, I i'd been playing well leading up to hawaii and was super excited to start the year and then have to deal with the COVID stuff and had zero energy for most of the week last week in Palm Springs and then felt good this week. But I mean, just point blank, Torrey Pines South is the place is a beast for me. It's a, that's a big golf course. It's a bomber's paradise. So it didn't set up well for me, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was frustrating to have to deal with that stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the short game's been good. Been driving the ball better. Uh, I need to tighten up the irons and wedges, and, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll have some action then. So definitely looking forward to, to these courses this week. I think there's a premium on uh, driving the ball in short games. So should should play into our hand pretty well. Well, hey, Josh, we uh, certainly appreciate you coming on. And, and I, you know, your summary about this week's courses, while I've not played them, I've certainly played them on a simulator <laughs> like, like you have. Um, yeah. and, I, and I do uh, agree with your assessment that the, these courses should fit your game really well. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how you do. And, and uh, we certainly want to follow you as, as this year continues and, and would love to have you on and have you in the studio if you're back this way when you're not playing. But just want to tell you, thank you very much for your time and good luck out there this weekend. I appreciate it, fellas. I'd, I'd love to hop on, come down to the studio anytime. So 
I'll uh, I'll let you know next time I'm in town. Well, great. Thank you very much. Have a have a good weekend. All right. Thank you, guys. Josh Crew currently even on the week. He is tied for 95th. The good news, though, for Creel, they're playing three courts. It's a 54-hole cut, and he is playing by far the easiest of the three courses today with a lot of guys setting above him playing Spyglass. That's playing very, very tough, three shots tougher than every other course out there this week. It's obviously going to be Pebble Beach only for Sunday, but up leading up to that, you've got the three-course system. And this is a week where you need a guy like – Guy like Krill's got to make uh, the cut, Josh. That's his big thing. That's what we're rooting for today. He tees off in, well, just a little we bit after we those six birdies off. from yesterday. <laughs> yes, that's right. And did some, right? Would be great. Hey, uh, before we take a timeout, tell you that the Gimme Zone, it's brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Locally, Norman and Oklahoma City, give them a call, 405-361-3094. Or in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Norman North. Head golf coach, Ryan Rayner, the boys coach, joining us next right here on the Gimme Zone on the Ref. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Gimme Zone on the Ref. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. This segment, it's brought to you by the Territory Golf and Country Club out in Duncan, Oklahoma, a gym, ladies and gents, of southwestern Oklahoma, consistently rates as a top 10 course in the state of Oklahoma. The territory offers a fantastic layout, mature trees, natural elevation changes, and of course the picturesque stage stand creek meandering throughout the course. Fantastic amenities such as the Prairie House Restaurant, their practice facility. Contact Aaron Hess, 580 580- Four seven four seven five zero zero seven five extension two zero four for membership opportunities, and we're going to catch up with them uh, before we get out of here. But right now, we welcome in Ryan Rayner, Norman North head boys golf coach. Coach, good morning. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Coach, tell us uh, a little bit about your team. Who are some golfers to watch? I-, I know that Jake Hopper, of course, signed with. Oklahoma that's exciting for for Jake and exciting for the program but just uh, your team in general tell us a little bit about your group and we've got a really good team obviously for a first-year coach it's fantastic to have Jake his leadership and his ability uh, outside of him we're fairly young we've got five sophomores uh, one of them being Josh Stewart who's currently ranked I believe in the top 250 in the country uh, as a sophomore so Jeez. we've got some some talent coming up and outside of him we've even got a couple other guys that are continuing to grow and develop Mac Moore and Dax Rambo uh, those guys are starting to kind of figure out what it means to show up at the course and be there versus show up and practice and put in the work so excited for what these guys can do the class a six a state tournament is at Jimmy Austin I know they move it around every now and then does that give you guys a little bit of uh, advantage does it help at all just knowing the course as well as you guys are gonna know it 100% it helps us we play there uh, at least one day a week all of all of our guys are members there except one so outside of days that we aren't there uh, those guys get to go out there and play and practice so there's a ton of comfort there uh, familiarity uh, what we have to try to figure out is how to balance uh, the pressure of playing at home and your home course versus using that knowledge to your advantage. So we're, we're going to work through that through this spring, and hopefully we have a leg up over uh, schools that usually have a, a foothold uh, on the state title. What does the game of golf look like now? It's changed a little bit. Uh, obviously, we we see technology advances all the time, but 
the the athlete that's playing golf is different today, Coach. And Ryan Rayner, Norman North Head Boys Golf Coach, is hanging out with us, by the way, on the Gimme Zone. What does the state of golf look like right now, and what does a golfer in today's modern game look like, Coach? The current golfer is 100% an athlete. These kids, and even up to pros, and Creel may have talked about it, but these guys are physically fit, conditioned. They go all year strong, flexible. They bomb the ball. Um, like Creel talked about, Tory Pines, it is a bomber's paradise. If you can't hit the ball far and you can't hit your wedges, you are getting left behind. Um, when I grew up, golf was more about accuracy. Get the ball in play, get it on the green, move on. Now it's hit it as far as you can and just absolutely try to score. And that's what we're seeing with Bryson DeChambeau, who's at the top of that, obviously. His whole body's changed entirely, but he is that bomber. It'll go in the rough, but he's 90 yards out, and he goes, ah, no big deal. Let me hit it out of this rough and put it right on the yeah. green. Yeah, these guys are strong enough that even if they are in the in the rough from 90 yards, it's better to be in the rough from 90 yards than it is from 160. Golf is a game where we see these sponsorships on these pros. I wonder – not just college, but high school as well as our state's getting ready to open up with NIL and have that be a possibility. You've obviously got a kid going to Oklahoma, great program, but you also have another young man who said who's top 250 in the world. So tell me, does is that going to impact this game at all, you think, especially for golf? I think it will. Uh, I, th- I think you'll see it at the college level first with those guys just because of the attention that college mm-hmm. gets. I think if we continue to grow the game at the junior level, I think you will see the NIL reach into the high school level. It'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out. Uh, Right now, there's still not enough of a spotlight, I don't think, on the junior golf game. So as we continue to grow and get some attention to it, I I think you'll see it happen. Norman North boys. Head golf coach Ryan Rayner is our guest. What's the schedule look like coming up for you? What, what, what do you got on the slate here in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months? Uh, our, our varsity team, we're not going to start till March 22nd, which is going to be the state preview at Jimmy. So those locally, if you want to come out and kind of see what's going to happen this spring, we're going to have uh, 20 teams on March 22nd. It will be a 12 noon shotgun. Uh, will be the Maxwell format, so all five guys on each team will be playing together. So if there's a school you want to come out and see, you'll be able to watch all the golfers together. It'll be very competitive. You'll have all of last year's state teams, uh, returning state champions, out there at the event. Is that the only tournament all year where one team is sticking together? Because most of the time they're split up. Uh, the other event I know for sure will be in that format will be Norman High's tournament. Uh, their head coach, Greg Gross, former uh, OU men's golf coach, has done a great job with them. He puts on a good tournament at the trails. That'll be the same format, all five guys playing together. Uh, that's kind of something the whole COVID thing kind of forced as you started to see a little bit more of that just because of the contact and all that nonsense. But, uh, yeah, it's a fun format for spectators and parents. How can – how can folks get involved in helping support Norman North Golf? One, financially, that's a big help to us. Uh, you know, being a non-revenue uh, sport like football, uh, our budgets are obviously a little bit smaller through the school, so it takes a lot of help from the community. Uh, if, if people want to come out and help us with uh, marking out at Jimmy Austin, you've got the native. So there are balls in the native grass. So it takes markers out there on some of the longer holes, either doing that or working a scoring station. We're going to do live scoring at the state preview and the state event. 
coming out, just uh, supporting us, cheering us on, uh, checking in with the guys, helping out any way you can. But uh, the big way is financially through uh, donations or gifts in kind, meals at restaurants or balls and gloves, things like that. Well, Coach, appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Coach Ryan Rayner, Norman North, Boys Head Golf Coach. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we will talk to the Territory Golf and Country Club, all of the fine folks out there. Timeout, it's the Gimme Zone right here on the ref. Hey, welcome back to the Gimme Zone on the ref. Well, we have a special set of guests from the Territory and Duncan, who's one of our sponsors of our segments here, and we certainly appreciate their sponsorship on this new golf show. I'd like to welcome Miguel Alvera and Aaron Hess from the Territory. Tell us what's going on at the Territory today. How's it going, guys? We're uh, <laughs> we're actually trying to stay warm here still. We're uh, uh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron just got in, and uh, but uh, yeah, it's still a little snowy out here. So yeah. We're trying to stay warm at the moment. <laughs> Not a whole ton of golf, unfortunately. But, hey, the yeah. good news, next week looks pretty. We're going to be able to get it back out to the course. And a lot of people yeah. that are listening to the show that maybe aren't as local to your area in Duncan may not realize just how beautiful of a setup you have. Your course is consistently in the top 10 uh, ranked golf courses in the state. What is it that just makes your course stick out and stand out that way? It's a beautiful golf course. I mean, as soon as you drive up, I mean, it's a scenic golf course. I mean, just like you said, it's a top 10 golf course in the state. And, uh, you know, we got beautiful amenities, uh, great driving range, uh, great service. So, um, yeah, we definitely stick out in those uh, in those sections. But, uh, yeah, we're about an hour hour away from Oklahoma City, not that far. And, you know, we're in beautiful Duncan, Oklahoma. So, uh, yeah, beautiful golf course and, uh, you know, great. Uh, and it's always in great shape at the moment. Well, Aaron, if uh, somebody wants to come out and play that golf course that's not a member, uh, you guys uh, certainly welcome folks to come out, correct? We do, of course. We are semi-private. We do have a pretty good membership base of about 250 members, but everybody's welcome. Um, We'd love to have people out, especially like Miguel was saying. It's kind of a hidden gem. Not a lot of people really realize it's out here, and once you get here, it's just, it's gorgeous out in the country, and Great views and a great golf course. Miguel Alvera and Aaron Hess hanging out with us from the Territory Golf and Country Club out there in Duncan, Oklahoma. I know you have a great restaurant, too, the Prairie House Restaurant, Aaron. Tell us a little bit about what folks can get to eat. I mean, that's always important. What can I eat while I'm out golfing? Well, so, yeah, at the Prairie House, so right now we uh, – we got a full menu where you can get chicken sandwiches, hamburgers. Um, and then also we're open for lunch and dinner on Tuesdays and Thursdays at the moment. And we're going to, uh, we're going to open up here for a third night, um, here starting up soon. But, uh, yeah, we're having a lot of great events over there. Um, right now, or one of our bigger ones that's coming up, it's our Valentine's day dinner, but it's already sold out. So, uh, that's coming up, uh, next, uh, Friday and Saturday. So, and then we also going to have our monthly monthly brunch on the twentieth uh, of February, uh, and that's uh, happening once a month uh, going forward. But lots of great events at the Prairie House, uh, great restaurants, and uh, and great food. Aaron, before we let you all go, tell me about just the membership programs you have. Are there different options from a local membership to uh, maybe a little bit of a, a distance break? 
Oh, yes, we do. We actually have uh, six different memberships at the moment. Um, the best deal is the out-of-town membership. Anybody who lives outside of a neighboring county of Stevens County gets a good deal. That's our national membership. So we uh, cut them a good break. We also have a good hero membership that we do for active and retired military, any police officers, firefighters, EMT, or first responders. So we do offer a membership for them. And then also just your normal full golf membership and a young executive all the way down to a social membership. Miguel, I'm curious before we get you out of here and let you back to enjoying your Saturday afternoon, we appreciate you guys joining us. Tell us a little bit more just about the course itself. What are some of the holes that are, you know, golfers regularly talk about? What, uh, what type of challenge are golfers in for when they come out to the territory out in Duncan? Yeah, so we uh, once uh, once you get out here, actually, number four is a tough par three. It's normally set at about two hundred. Uh, the times I've played it, it's set uh, lowest I've seen it, saw it uh, set up as about two hundred yards, and you got the wind hitting you in the face. But yeah, that's one of the toughest holes out here. But uh, we got big fairways. Uh, the greens always rolling true. Uh, we actually got new, brand new bunkers that we put out that really uh, really stuck out and made the golf course really really uh, in great shape. Well, I can tell you, it's. I played it many times. It's a fantastic track. I've also had, you know, one of those great golf come-aparts like Andy Dillard referenced earlier on a much smaller stage uh, when I played in the uh, state amateur one year. And uh, I was doing great until I got told that if I parred the last two holes, I'd make the cut and get some match play. And well, we know what happened. I made double on the last hole on <laughs> on number nine. I got I hit it right behind that big tree on the right off the right side of the fairway, and it was it you know it was brutal. Tell us tell us yeah. one final time before we get out of here. Where can how, how can folks get in contact with you? What days are you open, and how, how they can come out and play around at the territory? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, yeah. If you want to book a tee time, um, our phone number is five eight zero four seven five. 0775 and uh, welcome to call in, book a tea time and then I'll hand it off to Erin so she can give her contact info for uh, memberships. Yeah, so I actually, if you want to make a tea time that's the best way to do it is just call our main line, same number that Miguel gave if you need any questions on membership my extension is 214 from that phone number and also if you want to book reservations for the restaurant you can also do that, it's prompted in our phone number as well to get over to the Prairie House but We'd love to have everybody out that hadn't been here before. It's a great place. Um, like I said, the best way to describe it is it's a hidden gem. Well, Miguel, Aaron, thank you both so much for hopping on the show today, and we'll see you soon out at the Territory Golf and Country Club out in Duncan. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. It, guys. Have thank a great you. one. How about that? That's, awesome uh, stuff. That's on the list for me. I, I got to get out there and, and swing the clubs around, take a trip out to Duncan. Well, it's not very far. That's the thing. It's not like it's that far away. It's a short day trip. Go down there and play and come right back. You don't even have to stay the night or anything and get to see a different track. We all kind of get, you know, whether you have your own country club at home or whether you're just playing, you know, a bunch of munis around, you get a little worn out when you play the same things over and over again. So it's a good mix-up for sure.
Well, I tell you the thing I appreciate a lot about it is, you know, their out-of-town membership is much different to me than what I've seen a lot of other clubs in the sense that it's as long as it's not an adjoining county. I mean, so it makes it much closer. Many have a mm-hmm. 90 or 100-mile rule. And so I think that's very attractive for people in the metro area to get out there and play it. I tell you, it has some fantastic holes. How you guys feeling about the inaugural show? Good, good. We definitely uh, – one more. I do want to plug one more time. DraftKings, sign up. Uh, give me a text, 405-919-8936 if you want to join the group. We'll start this group, and uh, like I said, we won't razz you too hard if you're in last. We'll probably be in last, the three of us, at some point. It's just a matter That's of time. That's the nature of the game. It's a matter of time. I think one thing we've we've learned today is we'll allow ourselves a little more wiggle room going forward. That's because obviously we want everybody out there listening to we, we want it to be a fun interactive golf show. We we don't take ourselves super seriously and I think that's kind of our collective vision for this show is to have some some room to roam with all of you, to share some of your thoughts, to welcome some of your your phone calls when we get guests like Andy Dillard on. So that's something we can look forward to in the future. I can do a little bit better job throughout the week of uh, just inviting everyone and sharing the the group uh, that everybody can get involved in to pick their own golfers too. But one final time before we get out of here, want to thank all of our guests this morning, Andy Dillard, Oklahoma men's golf coach Ryan Hibble as well, Josh Creel, who we're hoping makes, makes the cut out there at Pebble Beach today, Norman North head boys golf coach Ryan Rayner, and of course Miguel Alvera and Aaron Hess uh, from the Territory Golf and Country Club out there in Duncan. Thank you as well to Elite Roofing Systems, our sponsor today. Give them a call, 405-361-3094 here locally and in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. For Brian, for Matt, I'm Josh saying so long on the Gimme Zone until next week when we get to do it all over again with all of you fine folks right here on The Ref.